fantasy football today from CBS Sports. Here we go. Email us at fantasyfootball at cbsi.com. It's time to dominate your fantasy league. Let's go! Now, here's some combination of Adam, Dave, Jamie, and Heath. Start or sit for the AFC home games. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the show, Fantasy Football Today. On third, what's today's date? The fourth? Fourth. Fourth the fourth. Ten four. And I'm here in Fort Lauderdale with the guys. And so loud. I'm loud. You know I'm loud. <laughs> Man, I should have brought some headphones, like the noise-canceling kind. Now you know how the, how the cat feels uh, when I'm at home. It's good to be here, and we've got, uh, I'm going to Derek Carr shame you guys a little bit for being too low on Derek Carr. Good. We've got a nice, big, juicy report, or uh, maybe an opinion from Jason Lock and Fora about Le'Veon Bell, and when he will be back, and where he will be back. Uh, and we've got the comedic stylings of Dave, Jamie, and Heath. All right. How are we doing? How's it going? I'm just it's extremely awkward. amused. It's awkward right now. I'm not used did to you, being in a room with people. Did you shower? I did this morning. I showered. Did you brush your teeth? I brushed my teeth. Clearly did not brush your hair. I, I never. I haven't brushed you my hair. You can't tell whether he brushes his hair or not. It's so cool. Well, I brushed my arm hair. hair or, or, or hair I brushed hair. my arm hair. I haven't brushed my head hair in since I was like a kid. So, yeah. There you go. I just want to set the scene for everybody. We're sitting at a table that's probably about six feet. Uh, not even six, five feet in diameter. What would you say? He's four or five feet table. in diameter. Yeah, that's a four and a half foot table. Yeah, that's your standard small table. Like, it looks like we're about to play cards or something like that. And instead, we're all huddled here doing a podcast. Ooh. Three of us have professional microphones. One of us <laughs> is like should be working at a drive-thru. <laughs> not going to say who's who, but maybe you can figure it out. That'll be the fun game you can play while you get ready to dominate in week five. Well, all season long, CBS Sports is delivering the best fantasy football advice directly through the Google Assistant. You'll be able to compare players and get insights into who to start, who to sit, who to add, and who to drop. And we are going to turn to the guys today to find out how the Google Assistant works later on in the show. We'll have a good don't, – don't take a picture of me. We'll have a good uh, <laughs> debate about a couple of wide receivers that you might have questions about. All right, it is week five, and, uh, you know, getting kind of tired of these guys being busts. So who are some put-up-or-shut-up players that if they don't have a good game in week five, it's time to drop them? I don't know if we're there already with David Njoku, but if if we're if we're not and you're still using him and you're going to give him one more chance this week, I don't know why you would against Baltimore. It's a tough matchup. I think you've got to set him free into the woods, let him be somebody else's headache. So there's one. Anyone else? Can you pay attention. Stop tweeting. <laughs> oh, I'm paying attention. It's just not you. <laughs> good or I'm going to drop them? Is it? It's a difficult bar. I think oh, that's not such a bad picture. Thank you. I, I look. Pay attention and stop tweeting. Um, Jamie's <laughs> tweeting pictures of me. Uh, anyway, uh, I had LaShawn McCoy. Would we consider dropping him if he had another bad game this week? In a 10 team league? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Jamal Williams. A, a, lot, a lot of this is going to be 10 team leagues. 12 team leagues, it's just. You have, to make sure you, you have to make sure there's somebody you can replace him with. Like, I don't think a lot of people are going to drop uh, Demarius Thomas, for example, for Chester Rogers if he has a good game tonight. But Jamal Williams is a guy that, I mean, if they decide to give Aaron Jones 70% of the carries, I could absolutely yeah, see Jamal yeah. Williams dropped in a lot of leagues this week. I mean, that th- uh, last week it was like uh, it was Chris Hogan and Rex Burkhead. And, of course, Burkhead ends up on IR. But I did drop him before I knew he was going on IR. So I guess Williams is sort of in the same boat yeah, right I, now. I, again, it just comes down to, like, are you replacing them with – speculative guys like you could certainly say you move on from Jamal Williams to Nick Chubb just to see if you know that eventually becomes a thing or or, you know Carlos Hyde gets hurt but I don't think you just want to drop them just for somebody that you may not need right like like if you're you're talking about Demarius Thomas for Taylor Gabriel at this point no I wouldn't do that but no you might because if one guy's getting, they're both getting the same amount of targets, and one guy's producing with them, you'd rather have the guys producing with one them. One guy produced in one game, the other guy produced in one game. I, I wouldn't feel great about sure, that. Sure, but it's also the first team. game without Anthony Miller, so I would feel good about Taylor Gabriel if, in fact, I, Miller's out for him. Keelan Cole's another guy. If he gets just heavily out targeted by D.D. Westbrook again and doesn't have success against the Chiefs defense, I, I could see dropping Keelan Cole for sure. I think the receivers are easy to move on from because there's going to be guys like this week, there was three or four guys, you could say, that you could maybe feel comfortable with for the next few weeks. Kiki QT, uh, Taewon Taylor, you know, maybe one of these Colts guys if T.Y. Hilton has a long-term injury. Uh, well, so, Kiki QT is not – if Fuller plays, he's not going to be where it's No, he was really involved in the early part of the he's game. He's their slot receiver. Yeah. All right. 
He's um, not going to have that type of success, but he'll, he'll be decent. Next week we have Detroit and New Orleans on a bye, so people are going to need some wide receivers. Um, so, you know, these are, you know, there are going to be some players that, that's getting annoying, like Derrick Henry. I wonder if he has a bad game against the Bills if people are just done with him, if they drop him. I would guess his ownership would probably be in the 80s. This is if, the week. Is he, uh, you think so? Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, so those are some put up or shut up players. I want to promote a few things. We got a FanDuel contest. I'll tell you more about it a little bit later, but go to fanduel.com slash FFT and sign up. You've got until the game start on Sunday, but fanduel.com slash FFT. It's a free roll this week, free entry into the contest. We've got uh, Fantasy Football Today. It's on CBS Sports HQ, live at noon Eastern, uh, Monday through Friday, and 10 a.m. Eastern on Sunday. It's on CBS Sports HQ. Make sure you download the CBS Sports app on your mobile device, on your Roku, however you watch uh, your apps. Get the uh, CBS Sports app. Start watching HQ. I on Fantasy Football is Saturday night. Day, uh, Jamie and Heath, rather. Jamie and Heath on the show uh, on Saturday night this week. I mean, you, you should know that like the back of your hand. It was the same show last week, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then we have other podcasts that you might be interested in. They're at cbsports.com slash podcast. Check those out. Then there's the Friday Night Tailgate. The Friday Night Tailgate? You know what that is? Oh, yeah. Yep. You're going to be a big part of it. I'm... Well, what are you trying to say? Big? <laughs> the biggest huh? part. So I'm big. So what? Want to fight about it? <laughs> there are going to be former football players there. You might not be the biggest uh, part of it, Dave. But uh, this is Friday, November 9th in New York City. So if you're a New Yorker, it's at the uh, the PlayStation Theater in the heart of Times Square in the city. And you will have your, uh, your chance to meet Dave, Jamie, and Heath, but also James Brown, Phil Sims, Bill Cower, Boomer Esiason, Nate Burleson, but really, Dave, Jamie, and Heath. Well, you forgot one. Who? Get ready. Who? Drink. Pete Prisco. Pete Prisco's going to be there? <laughs> that's right. All right. All right. Take a drink. And that's on uh, at the 7 o'clock Eastern, the Friday night tailgate, the CBS Sports Friday night tailgate on November 9th. If you're in the New York City area, check it out. You can uh, ask some questions and engage with Dave, Jamie, and Heath. And, you know, it just it's kind of cool. There's information about it on the website. I'll tell you more about it as we get closer to the event. Stat of the day from the director of public relations for the Jaguars, Tad Dickman. Uh, the Jaguars defense has allowed a 300-yard passer one time in their last 20 regular season games. That was Ben Roethlisberger, who had five interceptions in that game. Patrick Mahomes has done this uh, 300 yards in three straight games entering week five. Four in a row? 300 yards? I would say not. It'll depend on the game script. If this is a situation where Jacksonville jumps out to a lead and he looks like he's in the spot that he was last week, then he may get there. But he's a fine start this week, but not somebody I really want to start. Agree. He's absolutely going to get 300 yards. The question is, is he going to get three touchdowns or four touchdowns? You think he's going to light him up? I I think he has a good game. He's not top five for me this week, but he's, he's playing so well. And last week he dealt with adversity and he bounced back from it. Had a nice game. Wouldn't be surprising if... Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if he had a game like last week. Now, it's not going to be 24 points, fantasy points. Which I think is fine. I think the under. still pretty good. I, I just think this defense is some, not something he's faced before. He just faced a, a defense that is not just as, as good with a pass rush. Not as talented. No, not in the back end. Definitely not. But in, not the, in the front, front end seven, either. I think he'll be fine. I think you trust him. I like his mobility. I like, I like that he can throw so well. Uh, when he's on the run, Sammy Watkins is practicing. He's got a chance to play. That's only going to help him. I'm I'm riding with Patrick Mahomes. I'll still take him over guys like Aaron Rodgers. He's rolling Russell with Mahomes. Wilson. He's rolling with Mahomes. Of course. Yeah. There are some other quarterbacks that I will take ahead of him, but I'm not going to get cute and go with like Andrew Luck tonight or Patrick Mahomes. I'm going to go with Mahomes. No, but you should start Dalton him. over Patrick Mahomes this week. I don't like that. I would go with Mahomes here. Brady, I'll take over Mahomes. Goff, Deshaun, Cousins, even Big Ben, who had a crappy game last week. I'll take him over Mahomes. And you're going Bortles over Mahomes, right? I'm going Bortles yeah, over Mahomes. It's, it's not a bad call, you know, just given the situation of what each defense is uh, throwing at those respective quarterbacks. That's the first game we're going to preview, but remember last week I was like kind of nervous that the Giants were going to let you down, and Eli was so bad. Mm-hmm. I kind of feel that way about the Jaguars. Like, not Yeldon, but... Tough to pick the wide receiver. I'm guessing DD is number one for you guys. But that's kind of been the case with them all season. I just Bortles sucks. <laughs> he's he, better than he's Eli. Very, very. He's better than Eli. You don't know. Eli has thrown an interception this year. You know. He's on one. He rushes for 30 yards a game, so one? that helps the floor. Mm-hmm. I Against feel Jaguars, like yes, tipped ball. I believe. Don't you feel like when Bortles is in these big games, fault. he 
steps up. And when he's in a game Does that he, he kind of like the game against Tennessee, I don't know how big. I mean, of a he game was he was great against the Steelers. He was very good against the Patriots. Yeah, like I feel like when he's in these in the playoffs, these big Not time the Bills, games. Though. Well, no, the Bills was game specific. They did that was a, that was a windy th- game. They didn't throw. Yeah, that was a uh, no. That was a we don't need to score. <laughs> don't screw <laughs> it up. Don't don't mess it up. All right, we'll, we'll get to that game a little bit later. Uh, a lot to get to today. Um, Adam tries to make you feel bad about your rankings. This is always a fun segment. I'm just going to read verbatim what I put in the notes. Did you know that Derek Carr has the fourth most passing yards in the NFL and is facing a team that just allowed 20 fantasy points and a career-high 298 yards to C.J. Beathard, and you don't have Carr ranked in the top 15? Did you know that? Are you aware? Oh, and by the way, the Chargers allow the fourth most passing yards per attempt in the NFL. Jerks. So, so what, I'm 16, and that's where that was your cutoff? <laughs> well, yeah, it's <laughs> I mean, look, there's it's, it's so many great quarterbacks. That's the problem. <laughs> I know, it's true. There's a part of me that totally gets it. Adam. I like Derek Carr this week. I like him, too. It's just a matter of who do you like him better than. How I like him better than Wentz and Luck and Russell Wilson. How many weeks does Derek Carr have as a top 15 quarterback this year? Touchdown regression. Touchdown regression. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, that is a fifth thing, right? You would, that's how what you would normally yes, say. Yes, I, I don't know what his touchdown rate is currently. I'll look at as it. As a top 15 guy? You got him 21st. He probably has as he, many as Aaron Rodgers. Ryan Tannehill, <laughs> Ryan Tannehill over Derek Carr for you, Heath. Is that the, tell me, please, that's the worst ranking you've seen all year. <laughs> <laughs> well, congratulations to you, by the way. Oh, thank you. Fantasy Pros, the number one ranker. Last, what's, the, what's the best way? Most accurate. Oh, Most nice. accurate yes. ranker last that's awesome. week, Keith Cummings. Thank you. Uh, so I definitely would have had a bad week if I had done rankings <laughs> based on that. Uh, no, great job. Keep it going. Um, yeah, all right. We'll preview that game as well. But it's inter- yeah. Look, he's 16th. Derek Carr is 16th for Jamie, right? And yeah, he's got him 16th. He has him 21st. But there are 16 quarterbacks you like this week, at least. Right? At, least at least, yeah. That's the problem. It's just it's a hard position to say this guy is going to be great um, comparatively to some of the other guys. It's, it's just. I, I think I think he's in the same boat as Mahomes. Okay, but 20, he's 24 only, points. He's only owned Derek Carr in like fifty-seven percent of leagues or something. So if you are nervous about quarterback, that might be someone that you can fifty-eight uh, percent of leagues. Um, let's talk about uh, what Jason Lockenfora wrote yesterday, and he said that he does not believe Le'Veon Bell will play for Pittsburgh this year, and he says you know the Eagles make sense. Um, what do you make of this, guys? Hey, as long as Le'Veon ends up in a situation where he's getting the workload that we're accustomed to. I'm a happy camper. The problem is, is if he goes to Philadelphia, I don't know if he's going to get quite that workload because they're still going to have J.H.I.E. They'll, if Corey Clement's seriously hurt, they won't use him. But that's that's a that's a good-looking They're not tandem. using Corey Clement if they get Le'Veon. Obviously. I don't think they'll use him very much. They might use him five, six times a game. And I want Le'Veon Bell to get 20 touches a week. I want him to be awesome. So he is saying he's going to come back week seven. That would leave him nine, nine weeks, ten weeks, because they have a bye week seven. Well, that's Pittsburgh. Over under 150 touches for Le'Veon Bell this year. Over. I'm going to go under. In Pittsburgh? Period. Le'Veon Bell touches the football how many times before the end of this season? I'll be the optimist. I'll say over. But it won't be by a lot. It won't be... What, 15 per game is the average. Right. Because I'm That's, good at math. Yeah, you are. Do you when, think when he'll be. Lockett Ford does not think he'll be on Pittsburgh. Do you guys? Are you I, operating I have as a no new reason role? to have any opinion on that. That's true, unfortunately. Uh, I think he'll be with the Steelers. I think so, too. Especially if James Conner continues to stink. And if he goes to the Steelers, he's getting 15 car- touches a game. I think he'll I get 20 know. to 25. He's getting that, yes. So James Conner just disappears when he comes back. James Conner's kind of disappeared already. He had a bad game against Baltimore. But he's had two games with, like, single-digit carries, hasn't he? Yes. James Conner? They're going to they're gonna run Le'Veon They're always the behind. And, yeah, Le'Veon will probably catch more passes, even though Conner's been involved. Um, See, I, just, I kind of feel like with the way this whole thing's gone, if Le'Veon comes back and they give him 25 touches in the first game, the thing that he was just complaining about them doing, he's going to pull a hammy and not play. But 15? That's really low. 15 touches? Well, that's your weekly, your daily Le'Veon Bell update. No, 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 no. Rob Gronkowski was limited in practice. If he doesn't play tonight, do you drop Brady? And how far? He's playing, according to ESPN. Okay, he's going to play. The Colts are going to be without T.Y. Hilton, Jack Doyle, Marlon Mack, defensive tackle Hassan Ridgeway, and cornerbacks Quincy Wilson and Kenny Moore. The Colts are going to lose tonight. They are probably <laughs> not going to hold up. Uh, and they also might be without cornerback Nate Hairston, who... They absolutely have to have play if they want to try and slow down 
Slow they can't slow down anyone. They're not going to be they're, able to. It's going to be awful. They're they're probably going to start a safety as their slot corner. So welcome back, Julian Edelman. You're probably going to have a very nice game. Somebody Would, asked me. I'm sorry. Somebody asked me Edelman or Baldwin, and I didn't know what to say. I'd start Baldwin. You should Edelman. probably like say a name. Would you I like, said Edelman PPR, Baldwin not. I'd say Edelman in either one. I, yes. I think your hate for Julian Edelman and non PPR is justified. It is justified. His last <laughs> seven games with Gronk and James White both healthy. Here's his non-PPR points. 3-1, three, 3-3, three, three, nine, nine. Nice, Look. nine. I like the nines. Yeah, but no, that's, that's good stuff. Uh, yeah, he just doesn't score a bunch of touchdowns. And then I was trying to get an uh, injury update on Adam Vinatieri. Stumbled across a very cool article on our website about what Belichick said about Vinatieri. Very complimentary things. And then I saw the clip that I had never seen before, because I suck, of him chasing down Herschel Walker on a kickoff return. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's very cool. He's like as fast as Herschel Walker. It was 1994. And uh, worth seeing. I guess I, I don't suck that much. We all suck. News and notes. Let's, uh, let's take a look at what's going on here. Chris Carson did not practice, and he's got the Rams this week. Do you think Chris Carson will? I, thought, I read that he will play. Yeah. Well, Pete Last Carroll week, said he would play. The, he uh, thought he would play. The, the same report that said he did not practice said the plan is for him to practice on Thursday. But okay. it's not a bad idea to get Mike Davis. Chris Carson. Uh, Joe Mixon may play. Giovanni Bernard did not practice. Your read it's on this? Sounding more like Mixon will play and Bernard will not. Wow. All right. Lamar Miller expected to play on Sunday night. Marshawn Yay. Lynch a little dinged up. He's got the shoulder injury. He's got... Yeah, but he almost never practices on Wednesday anyway. He's got the veterans rest day. As long as he's back by Friday, I'm fine with Lynch. Okay. He's got like 15 games in a row with seven, 12, 12 games in a row with seven or more fantasy points. In non-PPR for Marshawn Lynch. Uh, other running back news. Adrian Peterson missed practice. We expect him to play, right, Monday? It's Wednesday. Yeah. Well, remember, he got he was a little banged up going into the bye. He was in a walking boot, and now he's not practicing on Wednesday. I'm not worried about it yet. They, I, well, they play Monday, so today's the Oh, that's right. So he's even got day. the extra day to get yep. ready. So you've got till Saturday to see AP practice. Well, Garrett Blunt missed but practice. But if you're debating him or Michelle or White, you're playing the Patriots guys. Okay. So you would do that anyway. But would you play Some Naeem Hines over him? Um, depending on what the rest of my roster looks like. In PPR, yes, I would play Heinz. Uh, let's see. LeGarrette Blunt missed practice. be wonderful if he sat. That game will oh, preview tomorrow. fantastic. Against Green Bay. He should sit anyway. Darren Sproles and Corey Clement missed practice. Ezekiel Elliott's good to go. And Dalvin Cook missed practice. Do we think Dalvin Cook plays this week? Yes. I do, but I don't want to play him. Nope. Yeah. At Philadelphia. Will Fuller was limited. Do we think he plays? Yes. Yes. Sammy Watkins has a chance to play. Randall Cobb and Geronimo Allison could miss this week's game at Detroit. Go get MVS. Uh, Larry uh, Fitzgerald missed practice. Uh, that's going to be probably the norm for him yeah, as he uh, heads yeah. into retirement. Hayden Hurst was limited in practice. That's great that he was even out there practicing. Yep. Well, he's been doing that for a week. Needs a full practice to play this week is what his coach said. By the way, MVS, Marquez, Valdez, Scantling, that would be the Packers wide receiver. No, don't don't ruin the code words. <laughs> well, people need to know what to type. <laughs> did I, I said Hayden Hurst, right? Yeah. You did. Okay. All right, offensive line. Tell me what's, what's big here. Uh, this knock against Bortles, Jacksonville's offensive line dinged up right now. Same with San Francisco's. I don't know how much that matters. Um, Oakland's going to be without right tackle Donald Penn. He's on IR. Denver without right tackle Jared Veldier. He's got a bone bruise in his knee. Left tackle Russell Okung for the Chargers mispractice. The Panthers are getting Trey Turner back. They're, they're right guard. Mm-hmm. So that's good news. Detroit guard TJ Lang is at the concussion protocol. And Redskins left tackle Trent Williams will probably play, but he mispracticed. But what about the Jaguars and their O-line missing some pieces right now? Pete Prisco drink says uh, Linder will play. Um, the other one is is it McCann? Who's hurt? Norwell's hurt. Norwell's right. hurt. I right. think he said Norwell will play too. Ugh, you'd rather McCann hurt. Yeah, for sure. Uh, defensively, Rashad Jones going to play for the Dolphins. Vince Williams, Pittsburgh linebacker, he's questionable with a hamstring injury. Buffalo going to likely be without Micah Hyde. Good news for Marcus Mariota. Kenny Vaccaro is also in that same game for the Titans. He's out a few weeks. Washington cornerback Josh Norman mispracticed. Rams safety Mark Barron could return this week at Seattle. The Giants could get Olivier Vernon and Eli Apple back this week at Carolina. Kansas City linebacker D. Ford was limited in practice. And Baltimore has not allowed a touchdown in the second half this year. Thank you, Jason Lockenfora, for that stat. No That's not an injury. In That's not an injury, but it's an other note. I see. And it's defensive, yes. Yeah. Baltimore, excellent in the second half. So if Jarvis Landry's having a big game at halftime, just be thankful. Just sell them right then. 
in the 15 minute window, you can sell Jarvis Landry at halftime. All right, let's show everyone a great way to get some fantasy advice. And I'm talking about the Google Assistant. Now, you can ask us questions all the time. We won't, unfortunately, be able to answer all of them. But you can download the Google Assistant app on your phone and say, Hey, Google, talk to CBS Sports. And then you can ask a start, sit, add, or drop question. I've used it several times. I always tell my wife to use it when she has a tough decision because I don't want Jamie to make, you know, to make everyone think that I'm helping all the time. So I just say, let the Google Assistant cover it. Don't worry about it. Um, and we get a kick out of it. We really like it. Let's show you how it's done. We're going to debate Emmanuel Sanders against the Jets and Tyler Boyd. Who's going to have a better week, Emmanuel Sanders or Tyler Boyd? And then we'll let the Google Assistant chime in. Dave, Sanders or Boyd? I'm going to go with Sanders. I know he had a disappointing week four. But I love his matchup out of the slot against the Jets. Jets have allowed a ton of numbers to wideouts from the slot. And he's been the most productive wide receiver for the Broncos. I actually think that this is going to be a competitive game where Denver might trail. And that's only going to help Emmanuel Sanders more. More importantly, I don't love the matchup for Tyler Boyd against the Dolphins, especially if they move Minka Fitzpatrick as a full-time slot corner. I think that's going to be a tough one for Boyd. So I'm going to take the upside with Sanders. And, uh, and go with him this week. Love Tyler Boyd's situation. He's just been so fantastic. This Dolphins secondary is so, so in trouble with what this Bengals offense is going to throw at them without Bobby McCain on the field, without the pass rush being the same, without William Hayes there. It's going to be tough for them on the road. I just think Boyd's playing fantastic. The last three weeks have shown you that he is a legit playmaker, and the way that Dalton's going to lean on him, probably even more without Tyler Eifert there, is just such a good spot for Tyler Boyd. He's going to obliterate Emmanuel Sanders. Ooh, obliterate. obliterate. How about it? All right. What do you got? They're both top 24 wide receivers. I'm not sure anyone gets obliterated, but Tyler Boyd is my answer. He actually leads the Bengals in targets so far this year. The Dolphins have had struggles against non-number one wide receivers. We saw what Jordy Nelson did to them. Cordero Patterson got loose last week against them. They they can kind of shut down one receiver. They can't shut down A.J. Green, but they can hold him down a little bit. But we'll see a lot of targets for Boyd, a lot of production. He's a top 12 wide wow. receiver for me this week. Wow. Ooh, all right. Oh, man, that's good stuff. I got some Tyler Boyd. I will, will be starting him. I don't know if Google, if the Google Assistant is going to use the word obliterate, but let's see what the, the Google Assistant has to say. All right, I get the phone out, get the app open. Hey, Google, talk to CBS Sports. Hi, this is CBS Sports, and we are using our fantasy football computer projections and expert rankings to answer your start, sit, or add, drop questions. Ask a question like, should I add Austin Eckler, or should I drop Philip Rivers? You can also ask us to choose between two players. Should I start Emmanuel Sanders or Tyler Boyd? Emmanuel Sanders is projected for more fantasy points than Tyler Boyd. Emmanuel Sanders is also projected for more fantasy points in PPR leagues. What else would you like to know? All right, there you go. The Google Assistant has chimed in. Now make sure you download the Google Assistant app or use Google Assistant on Android all season long by asking, Hey Google, talk to CBS Sports. Each week we will tackle a key fantasy question. Submit your questions at fantasyfootball at cbsi.com or at CBS Fantasy on Twitter to have your questions answered next week live on CBS Sports HQ. So that's at CBS Fantasy on Twitter. If I can make a quick apology to the listeners. Um, I haven't been able to answer a lot of emails or tweets lately. I've been traveling basically for the last two days. It's been weird. And uh, I apologize. I open up my inbox. I have like 100 emails. Do better. I try to. We will have a mailbag show, of course. Um, But uh, my bad. Uh, I will do do better going forward. Jacksonville is at Kansas City. Stat of the game. Every running back with eight or more touches against the Chiefs, eight or more, has scored double-digit fantasy points in non-PPR and 12 or more fantasy points in PPR. Is, is Yeldon a slam dunk this week? Yes. Top 10. Okay. Give me a few running backs you'd start Yeldon over. Kareem Hunt. Ooh. Also true. That sounds, yeah, that sounds crazy, but it's not crazy. Well, we're starting both of them, right? I mean, you don't have to start Hunt. There's a bunch of running backs. Dalvin Cook. You'll take. Yeah, Dalvin Cook. Jay Ajayi? Yep. Yep. Any Falcons running back? Yep. Carry on Johnson. Uh, how, about, how about Mixon? Yes. Yes. Even if Gio's out? If Gio's out, I don't think Gio's going to be out. I think this was a Wednesday situation. But if Gio was out and Mixon plays, I'd probably have Mixon ranked ahead of Yeldon. I think Gio is out, and I don't care. I'm still starting Yeldon over. All right. I mean, it, does it does it bother you at all that that Yeldon, for for different reasons, you know, gets a little nicked up or whatever? Hasn't before last week didn't really get the huge workload. 
right? Because he, re- he replaced Fournette earlier this year, and we got excited, and he was a dud. I heard somewhere that every running back with eight <laughs> or more touches against Kansas City has given you double-digit fantasy points. And guess yeah. what? So DJ Yeldon has had touches? eight or more touches in every single okay. game All this right. year. You know what? I won't belabor it. Start TJ Yeldon. He's almost universally owned at this point. So let's, uh, let's, go, to, um, let's go to Bortles. And Heath, you have him ninth, I believe. And Dave and Jamie have Bortles 13th. Yes, I am right. I don't have to be corrected this time. That's excellent. All right, since you're the high guy, yes, Bortles. I like the fact that he gives you a decent floor with his rushing production. He's got 42, 35, 27, 28 yards per game. I do think he'll have to throw it a little bit because I, I don't think Jacksonville completely shuts Kansas City's offense down. And we've seen when Bortles is without Fournette, He's generally better than when he has Fournette. So a little bit more passing volume should be plenty of efficiency against a bad defense and a little rushing production as well. He's a top 10 quarterback. Before Monday night, the Chiefs allowed nine total touchdowns and 375.7 pass yards per game to opposing quarterbacks. There's a part of me that wants to start Blake Bortles over Aaron Rodgers this week. I guess I would just say this. Rivers threw 51 passes, scored 34 points. Roethlisberger threw 60 passes, scored 44 points. It's unlikely that Bortles is going to do that. But I, it could be a shootout. He could, he's going to have a Garoppolo-type game. 26 what, what, fantasy right, what points. Garoppolo so did against him. It's, it's almost identical because he was like right around 250 yards and two touchdowns, and he ran for like 20-something yards. Uh, yeah. Right. I mean, that's, that's that basically a Bortles line if he plays well. Okay. The Chiefs, the Chiefs statistics are completely overrated because of who they played and the amount of passes that they played the first two weeks. I, I think their run defense worse than their pass defense. 100%. Right? So like, maybe that's a slight concern that they just run the ball so well, um, try, to keep the def- try to keep the Chiefs' defense on the field and the offense off the field. But, okay, Bortles or Dalton? Bortles. Dalton. Bortles, Dalton, Dalton, okay. Uh, Bortles or Cousins? Cousins. Cousins. I'll go Cousins. Talk All about right. a guy with a lot of passing volume. Yeah, mm-hmm. leads Actually, the NFL, right? Oh, wow. I have Blake Bortles and Kirk Cousins projected for the exact same number of points to the hundredth of a point. Wow. Jacks- Jacksonville wide receivers. Never. Sorry, that was interesting. I should have followed up on no, that. No, it's okay. Thank you, Dave. I don't want to talk to you either. I'm Jacksonville wide receivers, guys. How much do we like them? They're all number three guys at best. I like Westbrook as a borderline number two guy. I just, I, I I just want, wonder, worry about him a little bit because he'll see Fuller, who's still their best corner. He's been burned for so many yards. Fuller wet the bed this year. Hmm? Fuller wet the bed. Right? That's home alone. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Come on. That's good. That's yes, good. One, of, one of the top two Christmas movies of all time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> home alone one and two. <laughs> um, so Westbrook's your favorite? He's, he's my favorite, but he's the flex. He's 67% owned. Would you start Westbrook over Demarius Thomas? Yes. Yes. 100%. Would you start Westbrook or Sony Michelle? Michelle. Michelle. Sony. Westbrook or Hines? PPR. Westbrook. Westbrook. All right. I could be talked into Hines and PPR. Um, Dante Moncrief is only 13% owned if you need a Hail Mary. He may line up the most on Orlando Skandrick, which is the best matchup on the table. Would you go with Moncrief or a Colts wide receiver? Um, I think I have Rodgers ranked ahead of Moncrief. I but do, that's too. That's it. I All would right. take Rodgers over him. Uh, okay, then. And, Moncrief um, is just touched on her Austin Safarian Jenkins? No. No, thanks? Yeah. Kansas City allows the third most fantasy points to quarterbacks as we move on to... Uh, no, to tight ends, sorry. But let's move on to quarterbacks here and Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is 14th for Jamie, 14th for Heath, 10th for Dave. Um... I don't know. What, what do you think? What happens in this game? What's the game script? Who wins? How many points? What are you thinking? I think Jacksonville wins by less than a touchdown. Mahomes throws for 270 and two touchdowns. First pick. He gets an Throws at least one interception. <clears throat> I think that's a great stat line. He'll be tied with Eli Manning in interceptions at that point. <laughs> well, the Eli will have thrown an interception at another one by then as I don't well. Know. I'm not sure about that. When you throw the ball three yards, it's hard to be intercepted. Um, all right, so give me some guys you'd start over Mahomes. Bortles for Heath. but Me too. Not me. Hey, you? Uh, Dalton. Dalton for sure. That's easy. No, nope, not me. Goff, Brady, Deshaun Watson. Matt Ryan. Yep. Matt Ryan. I mean, if you want to look at, at this year, Stafford. this year the Jaguars have only faced one good 
quarterback, and they held Brady to 20 points. That was at home. That's I think that's a great expectation from home. Well, that's not very good, 20 points. Right. No, it's that's not, but I think he'll do better than that. I just think that he's rolling right now. you got to give Andy Reid some credit with what he's doing with this offense. Guys are getting wide open. And it's going to be tough on Jacksonville to pin him down. I also think it's going to be a tough game for Kareem Hunt. And that's going to force Patrick Mahomes to throw the ball more. And maybe even make some plays with his legs. I think Hunt will struggle. I mean, we don't know for sure what Jacksonville's defensive plan is going to be. I think Hunt will struggle running the ball. But if they really try to get after Mahomes, that's when we saw Hunt get involved in the passing time passing game for the first time this year. Sure. They started dumping it off to him to try to neutralize that pass rush. Yeah, so like he, three or four catches. He, he, could, he could still be okay. Would you guys start Mark Ingram over Kareem Hunt? I would. Yep. Would you start Adrian Peterson over Kareem Hunt? No. I would not. Okay, so Hunt like Hunt's top fifteen, uh, except Dave has him I think eighteenth in PPR, but he's not top five. He's he's not an absolute must start. This is a great run defense, but I'm, I'm assuming most Kareem Hunt owners are going to start Kareem Hunt and Tyreek Hill. Like two weeks in a row, Tyreek Hill has gotten you fifty four, fifty one yards. Uh, how do we feel about Tyreek Hill? Now, one thing I know, like last year, great wide receivers did pretty well against the Jaguars. Hopkins, Brown had huge games twice. Uh, Doug Baldwin had a big game. Brandon Cooks had 100 yards. So, I, you know, A.J. Green did not, but he got ejected. He had one catch for six yards. They limited Keenan Allen. But uh, they did pretty well. I'm starting Tyreek Hill. He's at home, though. That's bad. He's not playing well at home. That's okay. They need him in this game. You, Would, can't, you can't like Patrick Mahomes is he like top like Tyreek Hill. 15 well, I mean, or what? Yes, for me. You could have liked him last week, and he didn't do much. And Mahomes but you still were starting him. That's the whole point. Oh, everybody's starting him, but Mahomes can still get numbers without him. But you wouldn't start – would you start Tyler Boyd over Tyreek Hill? I would not. No way. No, I mean, there, there's too much uh, boom potential with Tyreek Hill to get away from him. What if uh, Sammy Watkins plays? Would you start Watkins? No. Not no. with much confidence. He'd be in the flex discussion. And is Kelsey a sit-in daily? Is he going to be worth the price? No. He's not going to be worth the price, but this Chiefs... I mean, one of the things that you might want to do in tournaments is play explosive offenses against good defenses because yep. no, nobody plays them, and sometimes the offense wins that battle. I'm not saying... It, it's not. It's a bad cash game play, but in tournaments, you could consider it. All right, and speaking of FanDuel, hey, have you heard about our FanDuel free roll? Join FanDuel.com slash FFT. Play for free against us. It's going to be awesome. So this is typically a $5 contest. This week it's free. FanDuel.com slash FFT. And we really, really enjoy FanDuel. Um, I play, we play multiple contests. He's will play over 100 contests. Uh, I like to play a $5 50-50 every week. And 50-50 is, you know, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm not like a Heath-level DFS guy. Makes sense? Right? Not a lot of us are. Yeah. So I like the safer plays, you know, the 50-50 where half the league wins and you don't win a ton of money, but the tournaments are really fun too. And then you can gamble on upside and try to win a lot of money. And we've already had a, listeners tell us that they've won 500 bucks in our contest. So give it a shot. I believe it's $100 to first place. It's a free roll at fanduel.com slash FFT. Also, make your first deposit at fanduel.com slash FFT and get a $20 bonus on your first deposit. So again, that URL, fanduel.com slash FFT. Join right now, get a $20 bonus and get in our contest. All right, so I wanted to make sure we spent a lot of time on the Chiefs and Jaguars game. Final score predi- or winner predictions? Heath said the Jaguars. I'll take the Jaguars by less than a field goal in a high-scoring game. Jags, 24-20. I think the Chiefs will score 30 points. The Jaguars will score 12. And this will be the start of the downfall of a team that will miss the playoffs. So you're sitting, <laughs> you're sitting the Jacksonville defense. Uh, no, I would start the Jacksonville defense because I wouldn't bother picking up another one. But I would start the Titans over the Jags. And you guys, it seems like you would too because you yes. have them 7th for Jamie, 8th for Dave, 3rd for Heath. Um, but don't drop the Jacksonville DST. 30-12 uh, to 12 is an exaggeration. I will say 24-17 to 17 Chiefs. Miami at Cincinnati, stat of the game. The Dolphins have allowed 59 or more receiving yards to three running backs and five or more catches to four running backs in four games. This appears to be a weakness for the Dolphins, pass catching running backs. Does that matter in this game at Cincinnati? Definitely, because they've got two running backs. We might as well approach this game like Mixon's going to play. Uh, they've got two running backs that can catch the and ball Bernard. in the backfield and make plays. <laughs> play. Yeah, sure, they'll both play. Right. And I don't even know. I don't know about Bernard. 
Oh, because he didn't practice on Wednesday. And he left the game last week. So maybe there's a chance. Maybe that's the whole reason why Joe Mixon's going to end up going. Is because maybe Gio it's Mark can't Walton play. week. Okay, so oh yeah, Mark Walton week. Uh, I, I don't know if that's I want. Why I that. came down to Florida? Yeah, <laughs> Mark Walton week. Uh, yeah, that's one of several weaknesses that I think you can look at in this Dolphins defense. I think their run defense in general can be called into question after last week. So this is the real struggle here is like, what do you do with the Bengals? If one of them is out, then the other one's a great start. Yes. But if they both play, what do you do? I'd just be a little bit concerned about Mixon coming back from the knee injury and being fully effective. Right. And they and might, this is a game that Dalton can win easily by himself. And they might kind of baby him a little bit in his first game back. They're a conservative coaching staff. Remember how last year they had a hard time giving Mixon just work in general because he was a rookie. So I don't know if he's going to splash right in and get 25 touches right off the bat. Would you start Kenyon Drake over either of them? No. 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 <laughs> the okay. confidence level on Drake, that's another guy who he's in perpetual put-up-or-shut-up mode. So can we just make this simple and say sit all Dolphins? Yes. Stills is interesting, but he's a flex interesting. Yeah, he's a flex. I, I think I'll probably start him more than I bench him. Okay, would you start Stills or Quincy Nunwa? In Nunwa. I'll go Stills. Stills, non-PPR, and unlit PPR. Stills or Demarius? Stills. 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 Stills or Kenyon Drake? Stills. Stills. So Stills. it's hands-off Drake, right? Yeah. It's hard to trust a guy They're who's down two getting... offensive linemen. Yeah. Yeah, down two linemen, which is going to be bad for Tannehill, too, by the way. Single-digit carries each of the last two weeks. Yeah. Three carries last week. That was great stuff. Um, for the Bengals, uh, apparently we like Andy Dalton quite a bit. Not love, all of us. Love Dalton. No. I, I can't quantify it with statistics, but it feels like this is the, the game where he lets you down. It's not primetime. <laughs> he, he was okay in primetime earlier this year. I, I, I'm I a little less confident in Dalton. I, I do think the Dolphins' defense, which, I mean, Jamie was on board with this defense from the jump, especially the pass defense. I think they're good, and if they're getting Rashad Jones back, I think that makes a difference. But I just... There's something about it well, that keeps me... Well, they have no pass me, rush now. It, they, they need the pass rush to come back. I don't think William well, Hayes I mean, William Hayes is not going to come back. He was their leading sack, sack guy through the first three games. This just feels like a game where Dalton's going to let you down. It just it feels like the timing, he, you're going to go to trust him, and then he turns up to be bad. Andy. His schedule coming up is so amazing. He's 79% percent old. Yeah, so. I mean, if he's out there, you should go get him 100%. He, and he, he almost let you down last week. And then he had that final drive. He scored a touchdown on the last play of the game where he would have been – he probably would have been like QB 12, I guess, around there. He should have had two touchdowns on the final drive too. Yeah. They had a bad hands to the face call. Um, I, I mean, I, I just – I, I can't buy the Dolphins' defense right now. With the, they're, t- they're missing two key players. They do have nine interceptions. Just keep that in mind. They're very good at intercepting the ball. But um, It's also, though, start as, as good as their defense played, they played Mariota in a game that he got hurt that took 15 hours to finish. They played Sam Darnold in the second game ever. And they played Derek Carr on the road, West Coast, East Coast. And Carr should have probably had three touchdowns in the game. Yeah. And Brady scored 24 fantasy points in a blowout. All right. Uh, so that's your Dalton debate. And um, start A.J. Green. Start Tyler Boyd. Any interest in a Tyler Croft? We need to see this week what the split's going to be between those two tight ends. Because so far this year, Zuma Uzoma. Uzama. I'm going to say it all of the ways. Yeah. Yes, all of the ways. Um, <laughs> he's run more routes. He's seen more targets. I do think it's possible that when Eifert goes down, Croft takes over Eifert's share, and Ozuna, Ozoma, Azama <laughs> just stays the same. But we, I can't trust either of them until I see this, the share this week. Do you want to see what the breakdown was last week? Uh, I know it was heavily in favor of Ozuma, Uzama, <laughs> Azama. <laughs> He's the better yeah. blocker. I think he stays in the same role. I think Tyler Croft goes. Croft was a top twelve non PPR tight end last year, just because they look for him in the end zone. He scored that seven touchdowns it. in the final thirteen games. Cincinnati's DST tenth for Jamie, seventh for Dave, fifteenth for Heath. Um, Miami does allow the third most fantasy points to DSTs, and the Bengals are only owning fourteen percent of leagues. If you're desperate, take a look at the Bengals. Part of that is inflated by last week's game, though. Yeah, uh, Atlanta at Pittsburgh. Start all of them. Okay. That to start him. Honestly, I'm fine with that. I mean, just skipping this game, except I think maybe the Falcons running backs though are a the, little tricky. And James Conner, right? No. I mean, no, no, no. You start him, but no. you start Yeldon over Conner. No, yes, no. yes. Actually, no. Calvin Ridley. Can we at least discuss? He's start start must, him. Must start. 
Pittsburgh allows the second most fantasy points to wide receivers. They have allowed 100 yards to a wide receiver in all four games. Julio and, scoring twice. And, and Muhammad Sanu is worth the look to. Yeah, yeah, he's had a couple good This is, like, in a season full of big, large numbers, <laughs> high over-unders, this is the highest of the season at 57.5. It has to be. The it's probably right. going and higher. It's going up by the day. All yes. right, all right, all right. I'll take the layup. This is the bonanza. I don't have my music on me. Anybody want to do the, you want to do the music? I can't da, believe da, da, you stole da, my da, bonanza. Da, 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 da. I picked the bonanza earlier this morning. It's a bonanza. You die. I don't care. I was going to do it. You're a fraud. You're a fraud. Pick your own games, man. Uh, who do you like better, Roethlisberger or Ryan? Ben. Who do you like better, Tyler Boyd or Calvin Ridley? Ridley. Boyd. Boyd. Uh, but they're both starts. And uh, All right, Leah, Jamie, Falcons running backs. Uh, I try to avoid it if you can, uh, but Coleman, just because he's healthier, I'd play him over Freeman. If, if Freeman, for whatever reason, doesn't make it through the week of practice, then Coleman's back in line as a good start. The Steelers' run defense has not been that bad. They allow 3.5 yards per carry to running backs. Um, they give up some fantasy points because they play in high-scoring games. They don't get beat up in the passing game by backs either. Yeah. Yeah. All I mean, right. They, they I, shut down Buck Allen. That th- says something. The thing <laughs> I, I struggle with in a game like this in the running backs is I, we think both teams are going to score 30 points. One of them is probably going to score a touchdown. Yeah, they probably right. won't score four rush, passing, five passing touchdowns, and no rushing touchdowns. I mean, if I think Coleman's ev- more ever a game to buy into James Conner. How, how about oh, the uh, how about the tight ends? No, McDonald over Hooper. Oh yeah, yeah I'm sorry, McDonald. Yes, yes. Uh, Hooper's a fine Hooper. stream. I, I'd rather start Hooper than Najoku. If you start saying Hooper like I say it, and you steal all of my bits, that would be pretty. What do you, <laughs> what do you mean? I'm saying Hooper. Good, yeah, that's fine. Just keep it that I way. I don't steal your you bits. You, steal, you stole the bonanza. How, you can't, you're not allowed to call it a bonanza. Um, Vance McDonald is 73% owned, coming off two good games in a row. Uh, Tyler Eifert, the only tight end to score a touchdown against Atlanta. But, you know, we, just, we like the situation. Baltimore at Cleveland. Stat of the game. Carlos Hyde has more rushing touchdowns than catches this year. How about that? Exciting. Well, he'll 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 beat that total this week. Uh, we can come back to Carlos. He'll have one catch and no touchdown. Let's talk about Joe Flacco, who I I think you may have ahead of Derek Carr, which upsets me. Yes, I'd start Flacco over Carson Wentz. I'd start him over Andrew Luck. I'd start him over Russell Wilson. And I'd start him over Derek Carr. I'd go Carr over Flacco, but I, as it, as my rankings stand right now, and goodness gracious, I'm going to do so much changing. Flacco is ahead of Wilson, Wentz, Alex Smith, Mariota, and the rest of the scrubbage. Yeah, I'm adjusting that right now. Car over Flacco. Yeah. They're back-to-back, 15-16 for me. Like, I'm fine. I will take any small win. Flacco over Car. Uh, one thing. <laughs> I- I'll tell you what. I do think Flacco is safer for 22 fantasy points. I think Car has more upside. I like, I like both of them. I think they're both in, in good spots. I think the ceiling is higher for, for Car. Um, yes. Cleveland will be without Terrence Mitchell. He's on IR, so that will help. Flacco. Um, Baltimore running backs. Heath, what do you it's do? It's gross. It's really, really gross. I still think you, you have to go Collins over Buck Allen, but they are both just right in the same range now. Collins to score a touchdown probably has to do it from outside the 10 in this game. And Allen's going to catch more passes. So I, I actually like Allen a little bit better than Collins in PPR. I do, as, as worried as I am about Carlos Hyde, I like him more than both of these in both formats. As you know, I drafted Alex Collins in a bunch of leagues. I thought he'd be outstanding. He's fumbled that opportunity away. And he was basically splitting reps 50-50 with Buck Allen to begin with. The thing now, is, like, an Alex Collins carry is worth half a fantasy point. You need five Javorius Allen carries to get a fantasy point. Right, but you know what's going to happen when they get to the goal line. I, you've got to like their chances of getting to the goal line. I think you've got Buck Allen finding a touchdown this week. I've got him ranked as a top 30 running back, and I do have him ranked ahead of Alex Collins in non-PPR. Mm. Uh, would you start Alshon Jeffrey or Alex Collins? Alshon. Alshon, and I don't even love Alshon this week. Right, and tough matchup. Mm-hmm. Would you start D.D. Westbrook or Alex Collins? Westbrook. D.D. I, I just don't have a lot of confidence in okay. Collins. What's he going to do? So we're him? getting away from Collins and Drake. we got to see something from them this week before we start them. Yes. St- putting you them almost need there. to see Javoris Allen leave the field or fumble twice. And he hasn't fumbled in over 200 carries. Oh, wow. 
Uh, Cleveland Cleveland does allow fantasy points, ninth most fantasy points to running backs, but they see the fifth most carries per game. So we'll see if the Ravens do that. They've been throwing the ball well, a lot. And the Browns, have, pl- have they played two overtime games? The Browns have played two yeah. overtime games. Yeah. So I think you have to look at that. Like They played a, in full overtime mm-hmm. games. So they've, they've, that's, it makes sense they're giving up more carries and fantasy points to yeah. running backs. They've played two more quarters. Um, overtime is 10 minutes. Yes. Right? So yeah. 20 more minutes. Yeah. So only go one more quarter. One and a third. One and a third, yeah. Um, let's go. Is that it? Who, who, uh, we're on the Ravens. Oh, John Brown and Crabtree. Thoughts on them? John Brown's a must-start guy. Can't argue with that. I, I think he's a must-start unless you're in one of those weird leagues that has two running backs, two receivers, and no flex. Oh, here's a good stat. Five wide receivers have scored double-digit fantasy points in non-PPR against Cleveland. They are Brown, Juju, Michael Thomas, Amari Cooper, and Jordy Nelson. So they're good, but so is John Brown. Um, Hayden Hurst. Or David Njoku, who would you take a chance on in this game, if anyone? Njoku. I would rather have Hurst on my roster for the future, but right. I'd rather start Njoku in this game. Yep. I'll tell you what, if Hurst gets through a full week of practice and they say he's going to play, I'll take the chance on him in non-PPR. Okay. The, tight targets, ends. Came, the targets came back off for Njoku last week. Yeah, so yeah that's, seven that's the promising thing. Uh, tight ends against Cleveland. Jesse James had three for 60. That's, that's not bad. Uh, the... Ben Watson did nothing. The Jets no, but he, did nothing. he had a he, wide open touchdown that, that Breeze missed him. And Jared Cook had 23 fantasy points, 110 yards, and two touchdowns. Uh, so that's Hayden Hurst. But it's it's tough to imagine Hurst coming back, getting all those tight end targets. That, that's the problem. Is is he going to replace all of a sudden the trio of usage? Thus far, the Ravens have had a great defense. Uh, they allow the third fewest fantasy points to quarterbacks. I think the third fewest to running backs as well. So we'll sit Mayfield. How do you feel about Carlos Hyde this week? Jamie Eisberg. I would sit him if you can. It's just uh, he's, he's got to score, and I don't think he scores. I don't love him, but he's my he's your favorite running back in this game, right? Oh, easily. Yeah, yeah. I mean that, but that's not saying very much, though. Like, uh, I mean, if you picked up Yeldon, that's an easy one. Um, Aaron Jones, I'd start over him with a lot more confidence. Yeah, I'd rather start Jones. He might have like ten more carries than Jones. Right. He but, might, but he might not. I mean, you know, if, they've been in competitive games so far, and if this defense stifles them and the offense does what the Ravens' offense has been doing. I don't think this is a great game for Carlos. And look, for whatever it's worth, it could be one carry, it could be five carries. They're going to give Nick Chubb some more touches. It's true. Yeah. All right. I'll I, give you some wide receivers. Uh, John Brown or Carlos Hyde? Brown. Brown. I'll go Hyde and non-PPR, Brown and PPR. Jordy Nelson or Hyde? Jordy. Hyde. I probably have Hyde ranked higher than Jordy and non-PPR. Doug Baldwin or Hyde? Baldwin. Hyde and non-Baldwin and PPR. I'll take Hyde. All right, Jarvis Landry, not ranked as high as you might think, but he's a starter. Dave has him actually 26th. Heath and Jamie have, have Landry around 20th. Uh, he's got two 100-yard games. He only has one touchdown, did have 10 or more targets in three or four games. Yeah. Just, yeah, I went back. I looked at what the good wide receivers did against Jimmy Smith, not necessarily against him, but the Ravens with Jimmy Smith last year. Uh, let's go through it real quick. A.J. Green, seven points, non-PPR. Not, not very good. Uh, okay. Antonio Brown, three points. Michael Crabtree, 14 points. But Amari Cooper, one point. Actually, I think it's zero points. One you said good receivers. Though. <laughs> receivers worth looking at. Adam Thielen, four points without Stefan Diggs. Devontae Adams, 12. DeAndre Hopkins, 12. Um, and then Marvin Jones, nine. So actually, at the end of the year, they started giving up a lot of yards to number ones. But Smith's good, and they're good. They're, but he's not going to see Smith a lot, though. No, he won't. But they've got a nice, deep cornerback group now with Smith coming back. But does he play out of the slot? Like, no, he, he moves that, around. It's, it's, this is the mystery of the game for everybody who's you know a football geek like me is who they'll use in the slot. They've been using Tavon. Uh, who Young. are they going to use in the slot? Dave? Tavon Young has been <laughs> their slot corner of choice, but they might move on to Brandon Carr because he's a little bit bigger and they uh-huh. want a bigger presence against Landry. Oh, that's cool. I like that. I, I would use the term cool. That's stupid. I would use the term. Potentially factually accurate. Okay. <laughs> All right. So Landry's a start. He's not an amazing start. Calvin Ridley or Landry? Uh, Ridley and non. Yep. Ridley everywhere. Jarvis and PPR. All right. Uh, Antonio Callaway, starter sit. 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 David Njoku, starter sit. Sit. Sit if you can. Denver is at the Jets. Eyesore. Just not looking forward to this game. Um, but here's your stat of the game. The Jets have allowed four 100-yard receiving games this year. Three in their last two games, and five wide receivers have scored double-digit fantasy points in non-PPR in four games against the Jets. They are Golden Tate, Galladay, Jarvis Landry, Didi Westbrook, and Dante Moncrief. A lot of slot receivers in there. 
So that's why you like Emmanuel Sanders? Love Emmanuel Sanders okay. for that reason. I like Sanders. I don't like anyone else on the Broncos. I think this is a bad, bad spot for them. I agree. I think this is I, – I Even think the, the Jets win. This, this is a bad spot because they, they got the short week. They've got the 1 p.m. game on the East Coast, and they got the emotional loss that they should have won. And they've got Case Keenum at quarterback. And they're playing a bad Jets team, though. But Philip Lindsay is the fifth-best running back in football. Lindsay's going to be great. He's behind Gurley. But, uh, I'll include Le'Veon. Saquon Barkley is obviously third now. And Melvin Gordon is four. No, Lindsay's got higher yards per carry. He's the fourth-best running back. Did you say football. Alvin Kamara? No, well, that's not how you pronounce his name. But Lindsay is <laughs> higher yards per carry, so he's better. Okay. Lindsay played more snaps, played eight more snaps, had four more carries than Royce Freeman. Uh, they each scored a touchdown last week. I don't know. I mean... I get it's a good narrative. I get it, but I'd have a hard time well, just at running back. What it is, I'd have a hard time sitting these guys. I have a hard time with who's like Royce Freeman needs more work. Everyone seems to acknowledge that. I don't. Might, it might have started last week. You know, he had eight carries. He had eight carries. His so, coach no, is no, talking. No. About oh, Royce Freeman needs more. Yes. work. I'm sorry. No, Philip Lindsay needs more work. Um, go on, go on. I don't so I, I don't feel confident that Philip Lindsay's getting 12 carries in this game. Um, I fair. Do. All right, you do. Yeah, the Jets' offense stinks. Time of possession That's is going to be much more in the favor of the Broncos. This is not the Chiefs' offense, which is just high octane. This team stinks. Okay, so does anybody? So Heath, his voice, his opinion. This is an interesting take. Jamie, how do you feel about the running backs? I think the running backs are fine. Lindsey's better than Freeman. Freeman's a flex. If the game goes as I expected, which is the Broncos holding the ball more so than I don't think they're going to have to throw very much. This makes me a little bit concerned about Sanders. It's not like the Jets defense, Jets offense is putting up points on this Broncos defense. So emotional or not, tired or not, the, the Jets can't move the ball. This reminds me a lot of the Lions Cowboys game from a couple weeks ago, and it's just about how you think the game's going to go. Yep. The Jets but the, 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 are, are the home team in their favor. Do the Jets have a running back named Ezekiel Elliott? They have a they have an offense that's going to move the ball like, at all? There is a reason that they're favored in this game. Yeah, because they're home. I understand. Three points. That's the home. That that's basically a pick 'em. Right. I'm not saying that they're better than or they're good. They do have a running back. They've got Bilal Powell. He's a good running back. Come They've on. got Isaiah Crowell. <laughs> Crowell's and been I, terrible I think this they, year. I think they are both sleepers this week. I'm. I'm, I'm starting, kind of into I'm starting Crowell. Bilal Powell. I'm kind of into Crowell. I think he can score. He's their short yardage goal line guy. He doesn't score. You're going to hate it. I think he does. I think this Broncos run defense is going to be dog tired, and I think they're going to struggle. We clearly have no agreement at all over how this game's going. It's to interesting. Yeah, I mean, look, the narrative makes sense, but the talent also makes sense. <laughs> the Jets think you're starting Powell over like Lindsey and Freeman. I'm st- Powell is my favorite running back Ooh. in this game. That's a hot take. Crowell is mine. That's <laughs> hot. T- <laughs> Crowell's had one good run this year. He's been hot garbage. Other than that, yes, um, and it but, was against the worst run defense. Sco- it was against the Lions, but he scores touchdowns. Yeah, if he if he doesn't score, you're not going to be happy. Same exact thing for Royce Freeman. If he Agreed. doesn't score, you're not going to be Agreed. happy. And you might even go as far as to say that about Lindsey, but it's just not to the same extent because Lindsey has the chance to get close to 100 yards. I wish they kicked Devontae Booker. Like, I would feel a lot better about both Denver running backs yes. if they would kick Devontae Booker off the team. Take him. You just want to kick people out of leagues, people off of teams. You know what? <laughs> you off the Trade him to the Bucks. Trade him wow. to Tampa Bay. That'll help everybody. Um, so... The Falcons' backfield versus the Jets' backfield. Give me your quick thoughts. There. I'll take the Falcons all day long. You, but you would start. You like uh, Isaiah Crowell. You would start Freeman. Yes, Coleman. And I'll start the Falcons guys over the Broncos guys. Oof. Um, I will start Bilal Powell over both Falcons and both Falcons over Isaiah Crowell. All right. Sorry that we couldn't be so helpful in this game. Quincy Anunwa or Demarius Thomas? Quincy. Q. Yeah. Do we like Anunwa this week? No. Chris Harris will fall in the slot. It's going to be the toughest matchup he's had all season. So we hate Demarius Thomas. Yes. Oh, yeah. we hate Demarius Thomas. Okay, okay. With, yes. It's uh, part of the reason why I'm nervous about Sanders. Case Keenum stinks. Bring me yeah, a higher always. man. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, he's not a bad streamer. All right. Yeah, I don't want to bring you a higher man, but you guys have him ranked as a top 15 tight end. So um, It's the 16, matchup. 17, it's the target. Dave. He's the tight end in Denver when he was kind of holding Jake Butt back a little bit, and then Butt got hurt. He was holding his butt. He's holding his butt. Baby got back, but there's a joke in there. Um, And now Hireman is the guy, and Case Keenum can't throw down the field. So if I was the offensive coordinator, I would design more short throws. i got to work Hireman into a, a zip recruiter read, I think. Tennessee's at Buffalo, you know, Hireman. Yeah, sure. Oh, good. Yeah. We're done with the ugly game. 
Yeah, oh, Denver DST, 6th, 4th. We're nine. going from one to oh, another Tennessee one. at Buffalo. It's awful. Beautiful. Uh, stat of the game, Buffalo has allowed five or more catches to four running backs and 30 or more receiving yards to four running backs. The Bills allow the ninth most receiving yards overall to opposing running backs. So, Deion Lewis, nine catches last week. Which running back do you like better for the Titans? We're going to disagree again. I'll say Lewis. I will, too. I love Derrick Henry this week. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm, I'm nervous for you. That's okay. I'm nervous. They give up touchdowns to running backs. Bananas. No, um, <laughs> they do. He's been so bad. Derrick Henry has two five five and two fantasy points in four games. He's averaging. I don't, I don't get it. He's averaging three yards per carry. He's a better player than this. The, the offensive, uh, line, offensive line's getting healthy. He's a better player than that. I mean, uh, three yards per carry. And if, you, if you go back to the two games where they were in competitive situations last week, they were chasing points. He had 18 carries in both those games. You tell me he gets 18 carries against Buffalo, he's going to score. He should. Um, he will. Okay. All right. So, do you guys like Lewis better? Yes. Deeth? I like Lewis better in PPR. Okay. I mean, that goes without yeah. saying. How much do you like Deion Lewis? Flex. Because last week they played an overtime game. Yeah, he's been they bad. playing catch-up. This game could be more of a Henry script. I don't like him very much. Like, he's... In non-PPR, similar to Alex Collins for me. In PPR, I'm starting him. Okay. Mariota, starter sit. Marinota. Do you feel at 39% <laughs> owned that he is somebody that could have, another, have back-to-back good games and all of a sudden we're talking about, hey, you got to add Mariota? just feels like a low-scoring game. Yeah, I think Buffalo keeps this close and, and could possibly even win. The Titans have won some games they shouldn't have. It might be time for them to lose a game they should win. I, I don't know if that's going to be the case because I'm – really buying into Tennessee's defense. I think they're doing an outstanding job. And I, I just don't know how Buffalo is going to move the ball. They're not even – you want to talk about guys not getting carries. LaShawn McCoy just really has not been getting the type of work that you would expect. Yeah, so let, let me wrap it up on this game. Any bills that we want to start? No. Avoid. M- McCoy is a low-end flex. <laughs> you could do worse. Go check. I'm starting go, Naheem go check, Hines over Go check McCoy. last week's episode, the week yeah. before episode, the week before episode. And you can the check the no. episode from July and August, but you're, too. Jamie, you're a little nervous about Corey Davis? Yeah, I think Jadavius White's going to make things tough on him. I don't oh. think Corey Davis is, is quite as prolific as the numbers said he was last week. He took advantage of Jalen Mills. is terrible. Jalen Mills is so bad. Yes. Yeah, and they're it, keeping him on the field. They're it's not so good. Weird. No, we like it. Yeah, it's great. That's the Eagles cornerback. Yep. Just, yeah. It's so be, weird. It's like they have Stephon so many good have players. A huge day. And then they have Jalen Mills. Um, Corey Davis. So starter sit, Corey Davis. And starter sit, Taewon Taylor. Taylor, I you're almost, not going to I start. almost feel like Taylor's better this week. I like Taylor as a sneaky flex play. I'd flex Davis. I, I don't know that they throw enough for Taylor to be good. Okay. Taylor maybe is a little punt play at FanDuel? Yeah, he could oh, be. Yeah. He could okay. be. Uh, Tennessee DST top three. They have three or four sacks in three straight games. The Bills got sacked seven times last week. Twenty-one sacks in four games. Oakland at the Chargers. We have two games left here. Probably useless stat of the game. Jake Butt, Mike Gesicki, Darren Fells, and David Njoku all had a season high in yards against Oakland. I think it would only take about thirty yards for. Oh no, did he have a forty-five yard game, Antonio Gates? But if he follows the trend, maybe he'll. So I think they're bad against tight ends is what I'm saying, uh, the, the Raiders. <clears throat> they just haven't faced any good ones. And that will not change this week. <laughs> Why am I starting this game with Antonio Gates? <laughs> He's like so exciting when you're starting with Gates. That's my useless stat of the game. Here's my hopefully useful stat of the game. Five wide receivers have had six or more targets against the Chargers. Six or more targets. Four of those five have scored nine or more fantasy points in non-PPR. Big games for Hill, Woods, Cup, and Cooks. Pierre Garçon, the only exception. He had 52 yards, which is like a miracle for him. Would you like to know about Mari Cooper's last three games against Casey Hayward? Yeah. One catch for 11 yards, one catch for 7 yards, one catch for 28 yards. But is he going to stay outside? Because usually he stays outside in those games, or he's been outside in those games. Right. Now they're moving yeah, I don't inside, know. though. This, is, this sucks. I'm going to make the wrong decision with him again. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think, I think he's just <laughs> one of those guys. I don't even know guys, what you're going to do. Honestly, <laughs> right, right. I think he's one of those guys you just play every week. <laughs> I think at this point I have to. If it's going to come down to him or Mike Williams for me, can I? Can game, I s- and I'm going to go with Cooper. I'd rather start him than Williams. I like. I would much rather start him than Williams. I would too, and I like that Derek Carr is doing what he's doing in this offense. He's getting rid of the ball quick. His accuracy is really good. He's making good decisions with the football. There's just a lot of mouths to feed and a lot of options for Carr to go to in the offense. 
over the last couple of weeks, Jordy's been playing a bigger role. He's been getting at least eight targets per game. It's making a difference in how this Raiders offense performs. So if he continues to garner attention, that's only going to help Amari Cooper when he gets his targets. So I think Jordy Nelson, Marshawn Lynch, Mike Williams, Austin Eckler, there are some pretty interesting guys in this game. Um, you almost want to start them all. How would you rank them as a flex? Well, Marshawn is ahead of Amari Cooper. Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah? Marshawn's a must-start? You're starting Marshawn. You're starting Jared Cook, well, per- he, period. In PPR, too. He gets a few catches now, two or three a Marshawn's game. fine. Marshawn yeah. and Cook, you start. Keenan and Gordon, you start. Then you get interesting. Yeah, all right. So let's, let's, go, to, uh, let's go to Eckler. How do we feel about Eckler this week? Good Same luck. as every week. And again, high-scoring game. Figure there's going to be a lot of points on the board. Get him in your lineup. Yeah, he's a flex. He's almost a number two running back for me because I don't love a lot of the guys in that number two flex range. Yeah, I'd start him over Dalvin. Both well, of these teams plays, I would too. For sure. struggle against wide receivers. So Mike Williams and Jordy Nelson, how do we feel about them? Uh, I like Jordy better. I do too. Much better. Is Jordy approaching must-start status? For this week, he's in the conversation. He's though. a top 30 receiver for me. I, I don't have him ranked that high. Like, if you have Jordy Nelson and you're comparing him to Drake, to McCoy, to Collins, you usually yes. make that move. Yes. How about Aaron Jones or Jordy? No. I love, go Jones, I love Aaron Jones over Jordy in non-PPR. That might be a tougher call in PPR. Yeah. We're, we're just going to skip over Keenan Allen? Yeah, I said we're starting him. We can talk you, about him. I mean, I, I'm, he's, he's going to be 100% weeks. started or close to it. He should be. If I've, he can't do it you in You love this the match, targets. Just, you love the catches. Um but the receiving numbers have not been great, and he hasn't scored since week one. So on one hand, you could just say he's due. And again, high-scoring game, he should do fine. It's not like the Raiders have a cornerback that can shadow him and shut him down. But, you know, what's the reason for why he hasn't been so awesome in this last three games? Well, the Buffalo game, he had white on him. Did he? I don't think he did. For part of the game? I think they were blue. Uh, uh, they probably were white, actually. All right, Dallas at Houston is our final game. Start Philip Rivers, by the way. He's uh, an excellent start. And Jared Cook is a must-start, right? 100%. Yeah. Cook or He's Ebron. He's number one tight end in football. Cook or Ebron. Cook. 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 Okay. Um, ba- 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 Dallas at Houston. I have no notes for this game, so let's see if I can just do this in pronto. Let's see how good I am. Start us at Dak Prescott. We'll sit him. Zeke, Zeke, Zeke is the only start. cowboy. Yeah, Zeke's the only cowboy. That's why I have no notes. Swaim oh, Swaim is interesting, streamer. actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Swaim or Hooper? Swaim. Swaim. I think I'd probably go with Hooper. Oh. Based on what? You hope he, you're, I mean, you're basically guaranteeing he, he scores. He was open in the end zone. And Matt he was Ryan open in the end zone. Matt Ryan missed him. And Logan Paulson. I think both of these guys out. have to score to be good. I think I, the Falcons are going to score more points. So sure. there's a better chance Hooper scores. I, I get that. I like Swaim's usage. 12 targets the last two weeks. I think he's had six catches. He's the only wireable guy. He played, like I said on the Tuesday show, Jeff Swain played 93% of the snaps. Yeah, he's their, he's their new Jason Witten. Yeah, and uh, Red Ellison and Eric Ebron and Rob Gronkowski have caught touchdowns against the Texans. He's their new Jason Witten on a squad that hasn't replaced Des Bryant. Not yet. So as far as Houston goes, where's Watson this week? Mustard guy. Yeah, he's top 10. Uh, Bortles or Watson? Watson. Dalton. Dalton or Watson? Dalton. Watson. Dalton. <laughs> uh, Lamar Miller. I don't want. Even without Sean Lee in there. No? No. He hasn't looked good. <laughs> he can't at all. break. He can't con- continue the Sean Lee. Uh, the no, and, and you're starting to see more Alfred Blue. Yeah. Yeah. Certainly and certainly, he's hurt. And he's banged up. And Miller's banged up. I'd rather start Buck Allen and PPR. Uh, I might start Buck Allen in non-PPR. I'm not so that ha- are we comfortable starting Fuller if he plays? Yeah, it's yes. too risky. If he plays. I'd like to see a full practice on Friday before I'd say I'm comfortable, but I'm going to do it. The streak is real, man. What about Kiki? What's the streak? Touchdown every game with Watson? Yeah. What about Kiki? Kiki, I don't think you start unless you're desperate, but I'd love to have him on my bench. Yep. He's yeah. fun. If you're the Will He's Fuller fun. owner, I think it's pretty important you get Kiki. And if QZ. Fuller, and for some reason, doesn't play, over. Kiki's must start. Right. All three of those receivers on the field for Deshaun Watson could put Deshaun Watson into right back where he was last year. The uh, mega rich fantasy. The one thing about Dallas is slot receivers have had success against them. Yeah. All right. Yeah, they've got one great corner, Byron Jones, and their other corner is uh, a woozy, which is a fun name to say. Um, he can Isn't be that exploited. the tight end for the Bengals? Anthony Brown. <laughs> <laughs> the, t- yeah. 
<laughs> a woozy versus Uzama. That would be great with Zach Ertz and Carson Wentz watching. Um, I, I think Houston's passing game is fine. They can't run the ball worth a lick. That's going to do it for today's show. Wait, we got one more game. Uh, happy Mark Walton Day, everybody. Uh, Mark Walton week. Hold on. I, I'd like to hear a proper outro before you do your line, Jamie. So okay, Adam, I got to go by. Go ahead. <laughs> what, am I supposed to get excited? Yeah, I, I want to hear you close the show out. But, uh, this is what happens every time, though. They are walking out. They're out. I'm still sitting here David, talking to you. close the door, Dave, so I can get, I can get you put my back into it. Them? Yeah, I do. Okay, all right. Now that. we're here. Okay. We're on the podcast. Um, what do we say? Jamie. Jamie Eisenberg's car is His silver. car is terrible. Oh, I hate his car. What riding do you hate about his it? Car, oh, it's silver. And riding in it is just stupid. He's got a vanity. I don't, even know, I don't even know what kind of car Heath drives. I've never ridden with Heath. I, uh, I don't know. I, let's predict. Have you ever ridden with Heath? Uh, he's been in my car. All right, let's before. predict what Heath drives. Right? Is that what you're going to say? Uh-huh. I'm going to say a Buick. I'm going to say a Honda... Civic. Wow. Yeah. And no, what the Accord, Honda Accord. What's the difference? Accord is a step up. He is a man of. Leisure. I used to own a Civic, and I was envious of the Accord. Mm. I think I'm ready to go now, Dave. I can't wait for every game this weekend, except for tonight's crappy game. I'm going to watch tonight's crappy game, but I am more excited to see my nephew's Little League game at 6 p.m. tonight before tonight's crappy game because I have no interest in watching the Are Patriots. you starting Easton? I am going to start my nephew uh, over basically any Demarius Thomas. Over Demarius Thomas. This game is going to suck, but boy, this... <laughs>